My people, my people. My partner is crying. My partner in agony. <laughs> Barcelona Rasta. <laughs> Who is your partner in agony? I tell you. I'm here not talking. Why is that your partner in agony? I'm going to lose this trick. You know, I'm going to lose this trick. You're losing me. You're losing me. I think you have noticed. Yeah, I'm, I'm noticing Barcelona's problem. Is is when Kuman when Kuman was away, but also, but Kuman was not suspension. Barcelona Oh, I, 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 even the board, I think to an extent, they have, they have partially given up on this season. So they are not, they, are, they have to take their time. They don't have to pay, you know, the money they will have to pay command if they sack him, you know, it's more money. How many years have you recontracted? No, this is last year. This is last year. Okay, I'm a, I'm a jubilee, bro. I'm a jubilee, bro. I'm a jubilee, bro. I'm a jubilee, bro. No, he, I go to me, pre-contract, I last night now. I think he's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but at least you guys are in a better situation. Now. She won't call off full coach when he seven years contract. How many years got a low phone? I'm rubber. No, no, please, oh. <laughs> only on the wheel. He's a comeback king. He's a comeback king now. After the comeback, you are very good in the first half. You are not that. Something that everybody wants to get at. You are very good in the first half. No, the thing there is, if they come to their senses quick, quick, it's not good for us. Because if they come to their senses, they have good squad. It's just only they look below. But if they don't put their faces, it's good. Because they'll continue with Yole, you know. Even though they have good squad, they'll continue to play like their Derby County. And then they're going to Lano. So, me, I'm fine with that. Uh, Ole are the winner. Ole no, much. No, Ole is not going to be Runi, though. Because Runi is a very good one. I hear you. Ole, you're going to Kule, this is wrong now. Stop giving them ideas now. Stop giving these people ideas. Before you do that, they start fagging. Rooney, Rooney. But, but to be honest, they've they shown so far that the, the appointments are based on sentiments. It's about uh, the club. That's the only criteria my United used to appoint people. Who is the technical director of Aaron Fletcher? Does he have any experience before? No. But he loves the club. He can be our technical director. Like, you should just come and do it. Why are you appointing this guy? He loves the club. No problem. We have our tradition. And we know why. Like Bolly said at the beginning of the season on Twitter, you have to. You, there's no point. You cannot banter a team that doesn't have expectations. As my United is spending money, they have expectations. Now that they're losing, they get. So there's no point. Let's keep up hope. That belief that they have a rule. So there's hope. Let them have hope. If they don't have hope, you can't banter. You ask us, banter us now. Polish, thank God you mentioned Oruro. Thank God you mentioned Oruro. I mean, some people's goats are doing something. That is uh, Ronaldo. What about your own goat? You know, Shelly now? What happened to my own goat? Uh... <laughs> see, you need, to understand, you need to understand that. You need to understand that he is coming from where he was playing with Lenglet and Singlet. And... <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Let me break it down for you. Why is the boss my head, dude? 
Uh, he, he's coming from where he had to do everything. Assist, pre-assist, pre-go, go, offside, penalty, shootout, free kick. He's coming from that environment. To an environment where he can afford to sit down on the bench and not play for three games and they will be winning. So he, no. he knows that. Ah, no, no, I think no. that one, no. Yeah, my no, son. Yeah. No, no, no. Bolish, 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 bolish. Not every minute. Bolish, not every there was a particular time or times to play autistic Google star player and could they see go or then Jaya. No, yeah, my shell now. Now I'm putting every market this now. Every two shows. Not against a team like uh Shangas are making a club play, just don't know what to say. Um I can I'm sure down the line we'll probably get to PSG and Pochettino and everything and they'll be fine. Anyway, um it's the only of our nothing podcast. Elemaj promised me on to be the first person to get here by 10 30. I don't know where he is. Whether he's 10 30 is different in Russia or not. I've not seen him again. But anyway, he's a rich man. You will probably make up for it later. Um it's it's a full out, like I said, Bright is really absent person here. Um we have to start on a more important one, like something important to all of us when we are here. That whether Aki is not in Nigeria anymore. It's an important part of we are um polish yesterday like yesterday was the one year member remembrance for like we all we all know what happened october 20th last year the whole night or not whether they tell us different things whether the social media is lying us we knew that genocide happened a year ago peaceful protesters were gone down peacefully by the people that were supposed to protect them and so obviously in the world for me like in a in the same country, the governor of Lagos will probably said, "Okay, um, let's remember maybe you can have said this from seven to nine p.m. to ten p.m. to give." Something, or if you want to do it in the morning, you can just find a way. To the world, do you understand? Let's just do eye service and support these people. But apparently, the governor of the state where this thing happened has selected Amnesia. He hasn't said anything since yesterday. We know what people have been brutalized, beaten, maltreated. You need to come up next week and talk about how the future of Lagos is for the youths. At this point, when you look back at it from one year, like it's exactly one year now since the end has protested, it doesn't look like things have gotten better. Uh, it, it hasn't gotten better. That's why it doesn't look like that. that got better because it hasn't gotten better. And um, you don't even have to go too far to look for examples or to look for ways to ascertain that it hasn't gotten better. Uh, I, I try as much as possible to stay away from social media yesterday because I just wanted... I, 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 I was trying to... What's was the word I would use now? I was trying to see... Just I just see and try to maintain a bit of sanity for myself that yesterday. Mm-hmm. But there was one particular video that caught my attention that expressly summarized, not one, I think two two particular videos that trended yesterday that expressly summarized the exact problem we were clamoring for and are still clamoring for and the fact that it has not been resolved. The first one was the man with the green uh, tracksuit mm-hmm. who was talking to a reporter and telling the reporter, ah, he feels that police are not being taken care of. He was... He was effectively saying he thinks that one of the solutions is that we should, you know, have a system that takes care of our police. His own angle was even trying to say, let us take care of our police so that we can get the best for them. 
and someone just came out of nowhere, they you arrest him, and then they started dragging, started managing him, finding him, no warrant, no crime, no reason, just arrest him. The second one that was even more brutal was the uh, guy that was shouting, Abiuba guy, Abiuba guy, this is my app. Hmm. To, you know, verification, they're not interested in the facts, they're not ready to listen to him. All they wanted to do was fill up their arrest quota. And the, it is it is very, very saddening. And, you know, sometimes defeatist when you see something like that, even after, on a day like this, even after what happened last day. And when you mentioned, you mentioned Sonwolu, and what I've come to realize is that organizing a memorial on the day it happened, it's acknowledged, you know, fully that it happened. You know, yes, exactly. they've, they've acknowledged on the side some, you know, they will acknowledge today, they'll deny tomorrow. But now organizing a memorial will, will kind of be like shooting himself in the foot because they know what they did. So I wasn't expecting anything like that. I wasn't expecting anything like that. But I just feel, as it stands now, uh, I, to be honest, to be very honest, I feel defeated about that particular issue. That is the way I feel right now. I won't even lie. I won't I won't feel very good. Man, it's crazy. Um, Kule, I was, you know, you know what, what amazes me the most is one year ago, it's not like Nigerians came out and said, oh, there's bad governance, things are bad in this country, um, there's no education, there's no food, there's no power, there's nothing, like the government is bad or something. All the Nigerian youth came out to say was, this, everything is bad. But I'm trying to fend for myself. As I am trying to fend for myself, can you make sure that you don't kill me? Don't protect me. Like, don't kill me. Then, side, instead of the government saying, okay, at least let's be shameless and do that. Let's do just say, let's not kill them. It will get to the point where the government will be like, no, we can do whatever it is that we want. And to make matters worse, there are people the not like in the north, so-called youth in the north, they are saying stuff like, oh, the entrance was created to effect power change. Nah, the entrance focus was like, everything. This is that these people would have shame or they just couldn't be bothered. I, it's definitely about them being paid. That, I think that's clear as day. But there are even people who in the south said that are the same way. Like, someone come and say that I'll bring you, I'll show you, I'll bring I'll give you two million there. If you point out the evidence of yes of of the massacre, after a year after CNN did report, after arresting we did report, after Instagram live video, everybody seen, and we are still part peddling the same thing. And the thing is, I I actually I'm actually not surprised with the way the police handled everything because there was they were never really going to like acknowledge anything for us because. The police ultimately is, is, for, is, is to protect those politicians, right? If you take out the police and there's nothing else for them to like shield them, I mean, it is still from us, they don't have any protection, they can't do anything. So, basically, that job, that job is to, that job, the police job is that we have protect with that money. But if you want to kill those people, you know, you're not concerned, just move on with their life. And Bolly says nothing about being defeated. I think in a, in a way that is, I think it's valid, but also I still have some kind of optimism that despite everything, despite all the threats and all the warnings, still came out. People still came out. No, people still came out in jail. Because the thing is that no matter how they try to hide it, oppression will not last. It is not possible. Oppression, at some point, 
at, at, at some point everything will fall down. Is that because they cannot, they, and they, they don't have monopoly of violence, and they don't, they don't even know how to do any of these things. Um, Polish, let me ask you a question before I go to Akin. Is 2023 that point where oppression will not last anymore? Does it look like it's for you? Like, okay, maybe there's light at the end of the tunnel in, in the next two years. Uh, well, there are actually maybe there's there's a route, there's a, there's a pathway. It just, it's just that, uh, you know, the lights, the lights is very dim. Like, yeah, there, there, there are possibilities that, you see, effectively there are things that can be done Almost everything that is even in see, almost everything that is wrong with Nigeria, from head to toe, it's just a case of someone being held accountable. If if we have a situation whereby a couple of police officers are actually held accountable according to letter of the law for committing some of these crimes against citizens, it will drastically reduce the impunity. It's just a case of no one is holding anyone accountable for doing these things. So actually, there's a, poss- there's, there's, a, there's a possibility for, you know, progress, there's a possibility for a solution. It's just, I don't know. I think I think eventually we'll, we'll get there, but just, anyway. it's just sad. Anyway, anyway sad. All, of us, all of us can be like, okay, I'm bright and just leave this country. Whether we like it or not, as much as we try, not everybody's going to leave this country. It's not a cost, it's just the way the world works. Like there's so many people that want to leave, but just just work like that. Um, I can Bullish mentioned something that the person at the top, like accountability. I've always believed that in the US, the reason why between 2016 and 2020, um, the KKK could come out to protest openly against black people, um, the left, um, how do I put it, the white supremacists could come out mm-hmm. and protest openly, and everything was because oh, Trump is their president. Their yeah. president is racist. He has the conf- they have the confidence to come and do it. I believe the same thing transmits to Nigeria that Buhari is president. He is an oppressor. As much as we like to deny it, he is an oppressor. It is who he is. They know that it's time for us to oppress people because nothing is going to happen. If probably if it was a different person in charge, whereby, like Bolly said, whereby if one officer is accused of doing something brutally, instead of transferring to another region, people will see he's sent to jail or something. All these things will stop, like in the US too. Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, you practically asked the question and you answered it. You said it all. I mean, the, the, the only thing I would like to add is that um, there was this tweet that came across on Twitter, I think yesterday, and uh, it said, uh, I, I would like to refer now back to the October 20, like um, last year, and the killings and all that, the, that the government tried to like conceal and say, oh, it didn't happen. He said, see, for as long as this government, APC, is in power, we might never get the, we might never get the truth. Wow. And that's just, the, that's like the bitter truth. I saw that tweet and I was like, oh, unless there's a willing, maybe, uh, party opposition. And even the willing opposition too, there's a high chance, there's also a chance again that they might not even maybe take interest in investigating or probably let the truth out at the end of the day. So like, I mean, if you understand what I'm trying to say, like, oh, okay, under a different government, are we going to finally get like an admittance of truth that, oh, something really, people died that day. We are never going to get that uh, closure. Admission, yeah. We are never going to get that admission of youth. Never. And that's that's a sad thing. And I think that's one of the things that still hurts people, like the fact that the government won't 
take responsibilities for the action. And it's it's really it's really it's really it's really uh, very 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 sad. It's a, it's very unfortunate that oh parents are not going to get the closure they want. Uh, parents are not going to like get to like even give a proper barrier arrangement for for yeah them. because like, these bodies so, were cut so, away like they exact, said in the exactly. Panel. So that's it. See that's that's even, that 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 alone hurts more than anything. That oh I mean almost so there, there's a saying in Yoruba that says almost uh, I don't know what because really they're never going to get that closure, and it's mm-hmm. so sad that they are living in such in, in, in that pain and agony for like over a year. And like yesterday was one year already, so you can imagine how what's what, what going on through their heads right now, through those parents' heads. So it's it's really sad. And like I said, as long as APC is in the government, we, they're never going to get that closure. We're never going to get that closure. They're never going to admit to. To doing anything wrong at all. So I mean, really, I don't know what 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 the way out. Like it's really sad. Lose any family members and like Bolly said yesterday was quite trying day whereby if anybody decided to avoid social media, you can't really blame them because it's a lot to take in. Um, Kule, before I round up on this particular issue, I was talking. Bolish mentioned mentioned something about the man that was arrested initially putting on the green tracks. So I was talking about Nigerian police. Part of the seven-point agenda from the NSAS protest that we wanted was better welfare for police. That hopefully, like, it will improve or, or change things. So I had a question with someone. The person was like, "Yeah, you can see better welfare, but oh God, it, when these people are extorting us on the streets and malandling us, the money goes somewhere." You cannot tell the police the people that makes billion a month from extortion that we increase your salary to take 400 k or 300 k. It's going to be like okay, where's the remaining 600? So everything just comes down to the fact that greed seems to be like a major problem in this part of the world. Oh, yes, obviously, obviously. And I think I think what you are missing, a point you are missing with the whole increased police pay, that police are not oppressing us because they are not well paid. They are oppressing us because they are allowed to, and they have the power to. Because basically, police are not really people, and those that are underpaid in, in this country, Every, basically, everybody in Nigeria is underpaid to an extent. True, true. So, I think um, that whole that whole um, increased police pay is a nice idea, but the thing is that we all know the truth. If the government wanted to increase uh, the pay of pay, they would. Mm-hmm. It's, that, it's that simple. That that that'll be liberation for them. It's like you're liberating them from. I mean, that 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 them being used as a tool. And that's in, and that's in because and because they don't want to do that. They want to keep using police as a tool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that simple. Wow. Anyway, anyway, from that to more to more happy and better news. The NBA season is back. and know Polish and them. Polish, my buddy. I want 30 year old man. I told you. Anyway, I feel like Polish, I feel like it's opening day because if you judge this based on opening day, you probably think maybe the um, the Timberwolves are going to go somewhere. Some of these things are probably like the New York Knicks will probably end up winning the championship or the kind of steps on in the opening day. But they, there are definitely some teams that look okay, they look good, and there are some teams that still need to figure it out on paper, obviously. Ah, we look at opening day. See, we will look at opening day. <laughs> 
Kalikpe lekasi mu ato no ya wa yamazi. You na say ah is opening day. You na say is opening day. I'm sick of you say is opening day. Yeah, I think no your boy is it. They say you should go. You know, let and I'll tell you why I, I'm I'm saying this. So the truth is, throughout the preseason, there's something that I've noticed that is different from how we are playing now. So to how we're playing the beginning of last season, not the end of last season. Because if you can even look at the end of last season, the last 20 games of the season, we won 15 out of those 20 games. So effectively, when Steve care decides that okay, enough of the uh, player development, let's win some games. The team, as it were, last season was actually good enough to make the playoffs, like in the sixth or even fifth seed. But because they're trying to do play Ubre. Play wise man, play this one, try and uh, bring this one in. They're not, they're not effectively using the team as they should. So what I'm yeah, noticing that, I think yes. one thing I noticed is that um, they they won without Corey playing well. Mm. Yeah, Corey really yeah, did well, yeah. and they were very good. Like, yeah, yeah. so that's that I'm saying. If you see the team now, the additions they've added, the way they are playing, the the way they are making sure that okay, yes. Um, rookie want to develop your ball. This is actually a serious team that's trying to win championship. So yes, you get your opportunities when you get them, but you are chasing wins. So you, you, there's that difference in ideology of the way they are playing. So I'm so impressed, especially with Jordan Poole. You know the development he has undergone from being sent to the G League to being one of to being so with the way the Golden State Warriors team is constructed now, like Polish. The way, they, like you already seen them playing preseason, they played well. They have chemistry and stuff like that. Is adding someone like Ben Simmons and maybe give up someone like Andrew Wiggins or Draymond Green would it be an upgrade for the team? Because I believe it would. Yes, it would actually. It would actually. It would actually because I, I was looking at the team. I was looking at the team. You know the way we were playing, and I and I feel like adding someone like Ben Simmons. Ooh, because effectively there was a there was a point uh, our our center was Bielitsa. So imagine that means you are you are going to be replacing Bielitsa with someone like Ben Simmons. That's an upgrade yeah. anytime you do. And I, and and the, the, the point is even his shooting woes, I think it's still it's still a mental issue because his form is fine, the uh the stance is fine, it's just attempting the shot that's the problem. So I, I have a feeling that leaving uh, Philly, you know, going somewhere else, you know, starting afresh might be maybe what's best for him himself as, as a player. So um, yes, I think all like the first is, is a plus. Okay, he said his shooting was his mental. Bolly just said shooting was his mental, but his attitude is definitely not mental because someone showed up to practice with a phone in his pocket during the week before he was sent home. They were, they, was, they were having a team huddle. It was like, well, I don't really care. I don't even know what I'm doing here. You should be doing your own thing, shall? But I didn't want corner at the watch. So is it point? Is it time for the Sixers to look at themselves and say, okay, he has to go. Let's just find a way to set to this. His mind is obviously not here because I don't know how someone is going to be training with a sweater and his phone in his pocket. Like, let's just do it. I don't want to be fine. That's why I'm here. Is that for me? Yes, yes, that's for you. Oh, oh sorry, I thought it was bullish. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I, I think I think I was I was watching the video of that on. Uh, I think one of these take um, shark and the uh, other on TNT and stuff. And um, I think at some point, I think uh, Rivers do- uh, got tired. Doc Rivers got tired, and I was like, 
Oh, that would literally in because he refused to do some more to participate and all that. Yes, I did not do defensive. Yeah. So I mean, of course, I mean, you knew you were not going to do anything. Why did you even come in the first place? So I, that, nobody wants that, to lose money, <laughs> unless you are Kyrie. But when the coach tells you to, I mean, do some drills and you refuse to, then why did you come in the first place? And you, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So. I mean, that guy, I don't want to accept that he's going through a whole lot. That would be, be a slap on those that are really going through a whole lot. Because wow. he's, he's actually, he's, the, the, I think he's becoming like, uh, what's it, he's becoming Otin Fosse. Like, he's doing too much right now. So, like to, but, but to, to quickly answer that the exact question that Wale asked, which is, do you think the Sixers should, you know, say, okay, ah, yeah, come and be going. The truth is, the reason why Sixers cannot bulge now or cannot give in now is that they don't need necessarily need the assets that will replace Ben Simmons to be competitive during the season. Yes, come playoff, they will need you know a solid start to you know accompany Joel Embiid and the Embiid, cast yeah. to navigate the regular season to make sure that they are maybe top three in the East. They don't need. Ben Simmons or the assets that come with Ben Simmons because they have they have quite a good squad. Some players that are maturing, some players, you know, so they they feel like there's this feeling in the organization that even if Ben Simmons does not play for us and still continues to misbehave for the next ten weeks, our record within that ten weeks will be comparable. That will be in the top three, top four spots in the East. So we don't have to rush. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, yes. and you can't because- always. Always expect, you know, the organizations to budge for everything because it's a game of leverage. Mm. Adding James Harden had the leverage because he had just one one year or two years left on his on his contract, and effectively, yeah. if, if they didn't trade him, they will lose like they will completely they will lose completely. But this guy has four years, so mm. they can decide to hold him for two years. And if you don't want to play, yeah, no problem. Sit down. Yeah, the bench for you, two said, years. you said you said it's a game of leverage, but yes. um, Kunle. If I go around, if I go around saying, oh, this thing that I have is not good again, I don't like it. At least it's not working well for me. I want to get rid of it. Don't you think every other person is going to say, oh, this thing that you have, we know it's good. But the fact that you said it's not good for you means I won't pay premium for it. Oh, obviously, because you know, it was three weeks ago so that, that we pointed out that that, that that was the problem Ben Simmons in like. Teams, in like teams will go, oh yes, uh, we want Bessimus. Then okay, trade us someone big. Then, no, 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 we don't take it, we don't take it. And I think that's the situation right now. And uh, Bolly said leverage. I think that's that's the key issue here. Because Darren Modo, came out and was like, eh, even do this thing, this thing I go for, go and go on for four years. Like the whole four years does not care. Like that. And again, Doc Rivers as well is someone that does not really does not care about the player power that much as well. So. Actually, don't actually think um, Simon should take a break from as should get as you leave the six. I think you should take a break from basketball entirely. I actually think that because I'm not really sure about at this point that it's not going. I think it's going through something because the way mm-hmm. the way is like the way is lashing now is different. Because we've seen we've seen players last out when they want to leave what? now. We saw we saw, we saw we saw with Jim Butler. At, Sorry, sorry for cutting you short, though. But uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, before the season started, I mean, um, you should, you should I mean, uh, what, what do we call this? Uh, you guys can, I mean, tell me what's that thing that you guys call when players go 
and workout uh, prior to summer workout. Summer workout. And I was practically every day looking at his video with one of these uh, workout trainers. You talk about this popular guy on the uh, what's his name? Brickley. Is it Brickley? Chris Brickley. Yes. yes, I think because, yeah, he was working at practically with Chris Bickley, and he didn't even he, he doesn't actually I don't know maybe he was maybe I, I maybe I actually jumped the gun like too fast that way, but he he was practically shooting. He was he, I mean, he does he that had, every year. He, had, he, had, he does that every year. He does that every time he's working out in the off season. You see yes. him shooting. He does that every year when he works out. Like Bolish said, it's mental. But he's going to get on the court and he's going to pass up an open dunk. He does that every is he day. Going, is, he, is he going through? I mean, what what is, what what is it that he might be going through? Like I, I mean, like that. I mean, because he still he still do. I mean, he was very active in those summer workouts. Like, so see the summer the summer workout is not is not the main see, game. Uh, I think everybody, even me, go if I enter summer workout. My belly. See summer workout. Everybody can shine in summer workout. Well, like he, yeah. He, and be like Michael Jordan in summer workout. Summer workout is a different <laughs> game, you know, different courts, different atmosphere, different defense. Everything is different. Yeah, no pressure. There's no pressure at all. Those two any like and look anyhow in summer workout. But the reason why I said it's mental is that you have to attempt the shots to even cops before we even start talking about ah, it's not it's not going in. So mm-hmm. when you gonna look at how many shots you average in the fourth quarter in the last playoffs that they were eliminated. It's ridiculous that a point guard average that amount of shots in the fourth quarter. So mm-hmm. there's actually a problem of even attempting it. And I think one of you that probably encouraged it last season was Doc Rivers. Because I can remember very well throughout the season, everyone kept asking those Doc Rivers, do you need Ben Simmons to develop it's a jump jumper? Yeah, yeah, true. To win the league or to win the NBA. And it's like, no. You know, we don't, he doesn't need it's fine as he is, it's fine as he is. Meanwhile, he should have been making this a, a point from the first day he got there that Ben Simmons, in practice, in game, if you don't shoot, I'll sub you. If you have an opportunity to shoot and you and you don't open shots and you don't take it, I'll sub you. And when you embarrass him twice or thrice like that, you will start seeing the difference. Except is it that so the two there are two things that will happen. Is it that he's now going to leave, which is probably what is going to happen now? Or you will see the difference, you know, in his gameplay. So, I, yeah, I think it's something that is, that is mental. Because, for God's sake, Jermon Green shoots. He's not the best shooter, but he will take it when he's open, if he needs to. See, even so this... so Yanis, Yanis is an extreme is an extreme example of this, you know. Yanis will shoot an, an elbow. He mm-hmm. will go, uh, you know, come back in the next shot clock, still attempt that same shot that he took that made you shoot an air ball, he will still attempt yeah. the same shot again. So you need to have that thick skin, you know, forget what happened last 10, 10 seconds say, and move on. Exactly. You can't say the fans in Philly are too tough. They are booing you. They are insulting you every time when you don't play well. Everyone knows. Whether you play in the NFL, the MLB or NBA or even the MLS, they know that the fans in Philadelphia are tough. At the same time, they are lovable. If you do it well for them, if you deliver, they would love you. There's a point that you don't have to throw and beat under the bus. They were willing to throw and beat under the bus. And he won their hearts back. Well, okay, I'm going to play my heart house for you. So this whole idea of it's, it's his mental makeup anyway. Whatever it is that he finds himself, if he gets traded, that's it. At least his own situation is different. Unlike those people that say they don't want to play because of him. You should see somebody. Hold on. I said they don't want to play. Anyway, we'll just jump away from the NBA. And before we move on, the reason why I said that is is the first game is 
I saw the Lakers all through preseason. They lost all their games in preseason. I don't know how they're going to make it work between Westbrook and LeBron because both players need the ball. But like Kule said, they are old men. They are thirty plus gang. Maybe just give them time to figure it out because if it doesn't work, it's going to be a disgrace. That's they're going to they're going to do an All Star draft in February. But once the things get off in the playoffs, they will. Not, I don't think that they will not go far. I don't see them. I think they need time. Actually, they need time. I mean, if if just two players, I mean, from last season, are making up so so much point, and the rest are like making single figures, so it goes to show that most of the, like most of the new players just need time to gel. See, ones. like I said, like I said in uh, my column on the one about nothing website, the most important thing is how does Westbrook and LeBron work because they are similar. They are mm. very, very similar. They are not catch and shoot players. Westbrook is not a catch and shoot player in any way. He's not Clay Thompson. He's not Stephen Curry. He's not Bradley B. Whereby uh, he can a, score he's and everything. He's a ball hog. That's ball. That, that's what makes it. I want I want to make decisions. She want to go sign. Sometimes it's just it's the Lakers. Sometimes what sells tickets for the Lakers is. Yeah, that's that. See, that's see. Like Kobe said, that's the Lakers for you. You cannot be a young star and be Lakers and say they trade you for Lakers and you'll be crying. It's what the Lakers sell. They can trade for Facebook today. Trade him next season. It's the Lakers. They move. They move on to the next season. That's who they are. They don't really care that much about things like that. Um, away from the NBA, um, down to the Champions. It was Champions League night. Obviously, a particular team came back from two goals down, and we've not stopped hearing word. Thank God, MJ is not here to put it into our heads. We don't really care much about them or not. But was the, was Champions League proper? Pochettino and PSG are still on the spot. But now it begs the debate of what exactly was Pochettino's legacy in Tottenham? Because for me. I believe he did a very good job at sports. Like, sports were a yo-yo team before he showed up. Today they finished sixth, tomorrow they finished eighth, next tomorrow seventh. Even when they finished fourth, they might not make Champions League. They were that yo-yo of a club. Then Pochettino stabilized the club and there was consistency. They didn't win, obviously. But sometimes, I feel like you are being unfair to Pochettino when you say, oh, he did not win at Tottenham. I know he must win at PSG. Like, he has to win with it, what he has at um, PSG. But looking back at the Tottenham days, do you think people judge him unfairly by saying, "Oh, what did they win?" Oh, well, definitely, they definitely judge him unfairly because, I think again, this is simple. What what look at what where sports sports be and what it on them too, and then look at what sports are now, and the whole when it was sacked, I felt really bad because the point he was making he was making the point that this squad needed rebuilding, this squad was going steep. And then Daniel really leave well, no, let's gamble with a proven winner. Let's just do quick fix. And the same problems that you were talking about are still there now. So I think we should cut him some slack. But my worry about him is for PSG that at sports there's no there was no outstanding personality like yes, this this ego. This ego was running things at the club and Pochesno was ruthless. Like he didn't go with plans. He's going to cut you off. At some point he cut off Daniel Rose, at some point he cut off Kai Walker as well. I don't, th- I don't think he had the same leverage at PSG. Those kind of players are there. Because in the attack, Mbappe will not press. Messi, can, Messi cannot press. He's 34. Neymar will not press. So you have to, so you have to, you have to give them the midfield all that workload. And if he wants that plan to work, I think he has to be ruthless with at least one of those front three. I don't think he will. Because I don't think he has the leverage and the power to But do in that. a way, I don't think he has been helping himself. You have that front three, then sometimes you go ahead and start the Maria too. Then you have just Verratti and Gitagay running head- aimlessly in the midfield, putting so much on them. Because the Maria is not going to press too, he's in his 30s. 
Yeah, that's also part of the problem because I think he's still looking for a formula that works. And lucky for him, they are still we are still early in Champions League. Champions League group stage. Messi can Messi can do stuff. Neymar can do stuff. You, you get through before he figures. And in France, they're going to win. Yeah, they, they are simply the best team. But I think he needs to figure out what he's going to do. Because, because now, it look like it look like the whole, the whole reason for signing one another doesn't make sense anymore. Because mm. suddenly there's no place for him again. Mm. Wow. Because, of the, because of the whole project and everything. Mm. Wow. Um, I saw Man City absolutely run through Cup Bridge. Like, and Bolish, when we saw Man City last season and they got to the finals, we were all clamoring the fact that okay, we were clamoring for the fact that they didn't have a striker, someone to kill things off. But aside from the PSG game, which they played well in bits and pieces, they still look like a very formidable side that you don't want to play against. That's why the fact that they have no proven number nine up front. Is it a situation of okay? But we'll have to with this magic wand again and let's go and challenge the rest of Europe. So, if, if, you know, Guardiola has set up the team in such a way that regardless of, you know, there are some positions you just slot someone in and then the person begins to perform and then you see, you think, ah, this guy is he world class. It's Guardiola. And the truth is, whether I like it or not, they are one of the top three teams, you know, in line to compete at the semi-final stage for Champions League, even in their Premier League competition. So, Guadalajara has, has, def- has a well-oiled machine. You know, they've played, they've, some of them have been with him for three, four, five years. Some of them are already, like, fully cloned into the system. The only thing I'm, that I don't know, I'm not sure of yet sometimes that they still, you know, is in tight-knitted games sometimes where you need, like, a tall center forward to come and, you know, do some damage. You know, you need like a proper center for some in some games where you know you are creating a lot of chances and you are not scoring. You need someone that will, that will be stationary in the box, make the moves in the box to deliver those goals. So that's the only part that you know I might be I might be skeptical about for now. But other than that, you think they are fine for you? They have to be Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's um. I can at least now the Champions League is. You have three group stage games. I know Arsenal are not really a part of European football, but <laughs> these things happen, at least for now. My team, things will get better in the future. Things <laughs> 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 will not get better. Okay, look at Silo and Silo. That was the right of it. Why do you have to do that? Okay, I don't think I can be bothered. Whether Arsenal are playing with Champions League or not, he's going to enjoy it. So, I can... <laughs> Don't bother yourself about that. Don't worry about playing Champions League. Just watch it. <laughs> Just watch it and be happy. But so far, like you've seen, at least we've had three games. Is there, is there like a disappointing team for you so far or, or an outstanding team? Like, okay, this team has been very outstanding and they look like contenders or, and a disappointing team as well. Uh, disappointing team? I don't... Uh, disappointing team? I don't think so. I really don't okay. think so. But um, uh, when it comes to... Um, team that has actually impressed. I mean, it looks like Liverpool are a whole different team, right? Compared to when they are in the league. I mean, I don't know. Is it just me or uh, if anyone, any other person sees it that way? So, I, I think I enjoyed the match against Atletico and I think the red card also played a, played, played a part because that, that match could have actually gone either way. It could have gone in the way of Atletico also. But uh, generally, I mean, um, they, they're really they, 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 the Liverpool actually. Um, I mean, if they played that same way against Man, I don't think those guys have a chance. 
Well, speaking about um, Manu against Liverpool this weekend, um, that was our prediction, the end of our naughty predictions for this week. You stand a chance to win 5,000 right? if you can accurately, fastest fingers first, if you can accurately predict the scores between Man United and Liverpool by just following these simple rules, like very simple rules. Please follow these rules and don't come back and come and tell us that you won and you did not give you money. Follow the rules, please. The rules are simple. My United's tag is black, Liverpool's tag is red. Just predict under black three, red one. That means if you're a Man United fan and you believe that anyway, because I don't think that's going to happen. Or you can predict red four in favor of Liverpool, black zero, Man United zero. When you predict, use the hashtag on about nothing predictions and make sure you tag five people on Twitter too. Under the comments, please do send us a DM. Just respond to it. Tweets. Reply the tweets about the predictions and you stand a chance to win five thousand naira. Um anyway, um Bolish, I can mention something about Liverpool. The most outstanding thing for me in Liverpool now is Mohamed Salah. At this point in time, I think we can make the argument that he's currently the best player in Europe. So I think that's not far fetched. The kind of performances he has been putting in from the beginning of the season is definitely in line to you know to win the Ballon d'Or for next year. And if he continues like this, I think he will definitely win it because it's not just scoring. Is the confidence, you know, he just exacts in the game, creating chances, disturbing the opposition. So with this form he's seen currently, if he continues like this, there's a there's a very, 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 very the, large the, chance. Then what's the color of Liverpool's problem? I don't they want to pay him the contract, the money he deserves. Like what's the color I, of their problem? I, I think it's just a case of um you know, not 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 being sure. You know, that I think not being not being sure like they're not being sure that they won't pay him, but not be not being sure of how miserable they will be if he leaves. You understand? Wow. So they are, they, are, they are playing this chess game. They they think they have you no. Know, you know everybody thinks their soup is sweet until a foreigner comes to the soup and tells them, "Hold on, about what are you eating? Are you eating sand? Or are you eating?" <laughs> That's sand? true. So, That's so true. There's there's this notion within their camp that okay, if he goes to Madrid or if he goes to other place, they can survive. But I'm sure club and the rest of that they'll come to their senses and they will evaluate it properly and say, hey, please give this guy his money, let him be comfortable, let him his mind be here, let him be rest assured that he's staying with us for the next three, four years, no problem. So that he can give us what he can to give us on pitch. It's not a cult hero, like what he has done for Liverpool, you know, what he has done, the league, the Champions League, the goals he has scored, the performances. Is, I don't think they should even be having that long question. But they will still negotiate, obviously. They are, they are not back to me. So they, they will still discuss, you know, final. I was going to mention back to me because if only he was president of Barcelona, maybe Barcelona would have signed Salah because it, it seems like it's not, it won't be a bad replacement for Messi, obviously. So, the, the, so what, what, what we've noticed is that we would have signed Salah if Batumi was still there, because we will not know that we are currently one point so 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 billion in debt. We will have cooked, will have cooked the book, although what should be cook it. That even the tax consultant, they will not they will not see the food. Oh my, say Gino, Agbadoni, So that would have been a possibility, and it will probably be a very very lovely addition because. You know, Salah can, you know, has that gravity, he can create that attention, he can take on that man too, you know, that Messi left and then if other players get fit, you know, can hope for things. But uh, I think Liverpool would do come to the and do the right thing. Um, um Akin, when 
United chased Sancho all of last summer in 2020. It looked like, okay, they really needed Sancho, like, obviously, one of the best young prospects in world football is English, obviously, well-talented. Then, I just took his game to another level again last season. Almost 20 goals, almost 20 assists or competitions for Dortmund, despite the fact that I was injured at some point. Like, he improved and he felt like, okay, it's the right kind of signing for Man United. Like, there was a lot of excitement. Oh, he should wear the number seven. He shouldn't wear the number seven. Is it, is it an issue of um, being overshadowed by the presence of Ronaldo? Is it an no. issue of bad coaching? No, no. no. Let it it's time to it's, it's an issue of the second thing you just mentioned. Ah, why is it that guy? That guy went on, uh, what's it called, international break. And I mean, mm-hmm. he put out a good performance. He put out a good performance also while he was in the Dortmund. Any coach he take for me, killer player. He's the it's one that, me, that so he, he, like... he doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to use him. Use him well. That's what I believe. Honestly, honestly, it's like it's like having a high tech lab, and then who is operating it? One a uh, school teacher. Yeah, just one. <laughs> because you can tell that he does not buy. They, they are not buying players to go to with a plan. Just uh, this one is nice to consider that. What's up to now? What is the point of what is the point of getting Van de Beek? And it basically just ruined his career, basically. Like he set up his career two years. Exactly. That's a, that's another example of, of another player that, that 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 is also in the same light. It doesn't even make any sense anymore. That's true. When you think about it, Man United have a lot of players and a lot of depth. Polish was actually spot on. They have a, they have an outstanding squad. There's Tony Van de Beek somewhere in that squad. Ah. Wow. Exactly. Like I'm just only on the way. Only four more years. Anyway, away from all the uh, Kule, the DC fandom happened um just last week, like just at some points in the weekend, and it looked like a very, like a very good event. Like we saw clips of Black Adam, we saw clips of the Flash movie. We're expecting a few stuff that we're expecting. We saw good ball. We can't dispute the fact that the one that seems to have caught our attention or the one that we can't seem to get our mind off is the fact that a new Batman movie is here. And as much as there's a black commissioner Gordon for the first time, we have Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman. We can't dispute the fact that, okay, we have a new Batman. Not Christian Bale, not um, Ben Affleck. We have Robert Pattinson trying to prove to us that he can be the next best thing as Batman. Yeah, no, I'm actually a bit impressed by Robert as a younger Batman in the trailer. Because honestly, before the Robert move happened, I was starting, I was starting, I was starting to get a bit tired of Batman as a character because you know, has become a bit overused to an extent. So, and I really like what I saw in the trailer, like, like the full Batman personally, the angry fighter, the reckless, and like. It was definitely there. Those vibes were definitely there. And I'm a bit unsure about and the second is Alfred. I feel like he looks too young and it sounds too mm-hmm. too sharp to be Alfred. Like I I try, I try to be like every I mean, like no matter what happened, Alfred should always make me okay king. Like that's just it. Yeah, if not even Jeremy Irons. Not even just, just bring back my cake But I'm definitely interested in seeing what happens, especially with um Colin Farrell as uh, that's, uh, the look is incredible. Yeah, I think he had to gain a lot of weight to pull that off. Um, part of it, I think you and um, Akira were talking about June just before Bullish joined. Like, you've obviously seen the movie, whether it's legally or illegally, at least you have seen the movie. That's what that matters. 
<laughs> so Aki can probably wait till next week when he comes out in the cinema over there. He can tomorrow, carry one of his side chicks tomorrow, over there. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow yeah. we can take one of your side chicks over there to go and watch it. So that's, yeah, that's I don't great. have side chicks, please. I'm not even going to go into this debate with you today. Do you understand? Before you go and call another babe's name again, I used to keep them stones or ten beds, whatever it is. <laughs> we'll probably just let that go. Um Kuli, after uh, being someone who read the book as the, the book doing itself and now watching Dennis Villanueva's translation into the big screen, how would you describe both of them? Is there any difference? Like, what are the major differences between both of them? I think, in terms of differences, there are a lot of um, first thing that says that the Dune movie is, is basically is just the first part of the first book, it's not even the whole book. Because okay. he said their plans is going to be part two, so it's going to cover the other part. So, and in terms of the difference, like, I think a lot of things were some things were caused off, some character angles were shifts, like with like someone like Doctor Yu, and um, and the the Duke was given a lot more time, and in the film than in because in the book it's basically like maybe six paragraphs altogether, and then moved on. Uh, but the most impressive thing is the way he brought those things to life. Like the the Frank Abbott novels were very good, but they're almost too much. There's almost too much world building, like to really imagine. And and this film absolutely brought it. Like as you got as they put so much work into this. Every every detail worked. And, uh, that was wow. the the only thing that as a story, I'm not really. I was I wasn't really convinced, especially if to people who haven't seen, to, who haven't read the books. Book. It might be a bit odd, especially with ended and everything. Like you feel like you're setting things up for okay, this the part two, everything will bust. Like basically that will look like. Yeah, I think that's become a trend. Yes, these days I'm having, I'm having this, I'm having a rethink. So you are saying in other words that this movie I'm about to watch is not interesting. Let me, let me wait more. That's not what. No, if you are a fan, of, if you are a fan of the franchise, go and watch it because uh, they are definitely good and good. So that one, that one is. normally pay attention to this movie that you watch when you're in from, uh, the book, Abby. It doesn't really deviate from the book. Just it changes a few things. Like it's using the characters, that characters do, or the way characters act, like some some endings, some events, a bit change. Would it have any difference if they added all those missing pieces? They really, I don't think they added something different. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is what they removed. Oh, okay. I can just go with your babe. Please stop disturbing us. Is Bolly still with us? Bolly's. I think he has gone. Now. Anyway, uh, let's just let Bolly, let's, let's let the sleeping dogs lie. Um, one way or the other, thank you so much, guys, for being here. The, it's an a classical weekend, so I'll probably just take your predictions before the classical is not used to be anymore. We don't really care, so let's just have the predictions. I am asking Madrid to win, Abby. Madrid to win 2 0 or 3 1. Wow. Okay, well, I'm going to go Galaxy Brain on this 5 1. Madrid, ah, wow, hey. thank God, Bullish is not, is not Bullish acting anymore. Not you. <laughs> things would have gone, things would have gone bonkers. Anyway, <laughs> Pique is back and he's scoring goals. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, guys, for being here. Aki, thank you so much for taking time out of the business. Thank you. As for LMJ, I'm sure he'll be here to defend himself next week. Um, Kunle, thank you so much. 
All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Cheers. Yeah.